like to welcome everyone tonight, and if you're a guest with us tonight, we're glad to have you in service with us. Thank you for being here. If you're watching us online somewhere tonight, wherever you may be, we welcome you as a part of this service wherever you are. Pray that you're blessed by it. In Jesus' name. If you're not standing and you're able to stand, if you would stand, please. We are so excited, blessed tonight to have brother and sister Herod, Howard, not Howard, Herod, um, with us and their two children, Elena and Lincoln, and uh, we're so glad they're able to be in service with us tonight, and uh, just, uh, I, I guess, just a piece of trivial information, I guess, but uh, both of them as children were, uh, their families were both in Maryland. When they were young, uh, some of you know the Smiths, um, and so uh, not that most of you knew them when they were here then, but just kind of a neat piece of information. Uh, they, they both have connections to Maryland, so we are thrilled to have them tonight. If those of you that may not know this, they are missionaries uh, in the country of Spain, Brother Herod has been to a couple of call-to-war seminars as well as preached here before, and so we're so happy to have them with us tonight. Brother Herod, we want you to come and take your liberty, and whatever the Holy Ghost wants to say and do, that's what we want tonight in Jesus' name. Let's clap our hands to Jesus all over this place. Lord Jesus, we magnify you. We worship you, mighty God. We thank you, Jesus. You're the reason that we're here tonight. We've come to lift you up and to magnify you, Jesus. I love you, Lord. We worship you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. It's good to be here in the house of God tonight. Amen. It is good to be here with my wife um, and my children. And the last time I was here, or the last few times I have been here, they have not been able to be with me. And so it is an honor to have them with me here tonight, and I give honor to Bishop and Pastor Wright. Thank you for allowing me to come and to be with you uh, this evening. Amen. It's an honor to be here. I came up um, to see the snow, and uh, by the time I got here uh, the other day, it was melted. Most of it was melted, so I was a little disappointed in that. But, but so I guess we'll go back down south where it's warm again. Uh, you have your Bibles, I want to go to Ecclesiastes chapter 8. Ecclesiastes chapter 8, read one verse of Scripture, verse 4. Ecclesiastes uh, chapter 8 and verse 4. Ecclesiastes chapter 8 and verse 4, one of the wisdom books probably written by Solomon. and says, where the word of a king is, there is power. And who may say unto him, what doest thou? And another translation, New Living Translation says, His command is backed by great power. No one can resist or question it. Where the word, where the word of a king is, there is power. Amen. How many want to receive something from the Lord tonight? Amen. Didn't come to waste our time tonight, but we've come to receive. Amen. We're over a cabin fever. We got out of the house and we're back to the house of God. And so let's pray that the Lord will speak to every one of us. Amen. Let's open our hearts and our spirits that he would speak to us one more time. Let's lift our hands. Lord Jesus, I thank you for the opportunity that we have to be in your presence. I thank you, Lord, for another time. I thank you, Lord, Lord, for what you are going to do in advance. I take dominion and authority over every spirit of doubt, every spirit of fear, every spirit of unbelief, everything that would be contrary to your word. I bind it in the name of Jesus. I lose faith right now in Jesus' name. I lose miracles, signs, and wonders, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, let your word be confirmed with signs following tonight in the name of Jesus. We open up our hearts and our minds, our spirits, to receive what your word would speak to us. We thank you in advance, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name let's clap our hands to the Lord one more time hallelujah okay. amen you may be seated in the name of Jesus amen where the word of a king is 
There is power. When we look at the Word of God and we study the Word of God, we see time and time again that God is not a silent God, but God is a God that speaks. He is He is not mute, but He speaks. Words are the most important thing in the universe. And the Bible has a lot to say about words that we as Christians need to know and understand. Words were the instruments by which God created all things. The Word of God says in Hebrews 11.3, through faith we understand that the words, worlds were framed by the Word of God. When God speaks, things happen. God's Word is powerful and it is filled with faith. Nine, nine times the words and God said appear in the book of Genesis. In Genesis chapter one, you can read time and a time again it says, and God said, and God said, and God said and each time that God spoke something was created something was formed or or something was made the worlds came into being and were beautifully coordinated and now exist by the command of God God's word is full of power it is full of creative energy it is full of life when God created this universe he used his word like a carpenter uses a hammer and he began to speak the worlds into existence we do not know how much time that he pondered and he thought about what he would do before he finally spoke but when God spoke things came into existence God builds with his word when God speaks his word carries out his every bidding his word is is controlling this universe and Isaiah 55 11 says so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth it shall not return unto me void void it shall accomplish that which I please amen Psalms 33 verse 6 says by the word of the Lord were the heavens made and all the host of them that by the breath of his mouth verse 9 for he spake and it was done he commanded and it stood fast this invisible God of the Old Testament spoke he, he spoke things into existence this invisible God of the Old Testament that spoke things into existence was made flesh the Bible says and dwelt among us and we see this Jesus in the New Testament and he is speaking with the same authority that we see in the Old Testament and throughout the life and ministry of Jesus we see him we speak, see him speak creative life giving words people saw and, and recognized the power and the authority of Jesus' word when he spoke Luke 4.32 says, And they were astonished at his doctrine, for his word was with power. Creation was established by God's word and responded to the word spoken by Jesus. With faith-filled words, Jesus calmed the raging seas. With with words, Jesus raised the widow's son. With faith-filled words, Jesus called Lazarus from the tomb. Jesus spoke creative words to the man with the withered hand. And, and that hand went forth and it stretched forth. Jesus spoke healthy words to the woman with the spirit of infirmity. And she, be, she was completely healed to the paralytic. Jesus spoke her the words, take up thy bed and walk this Jesus he spoke and everything around him changed they noticed that this man when he spoke he spoke with authority in Matthew chapter 8 verse 5 the centurion knowing the authority and power of Jesus words he, he, he proclaimed speak the word only and my servant shall be healed this is why we need a daily word from God because when he speaks, chains break. When he speaks, things change around us. When he speaks, people are delivered. When he speaks, people are healed. When he speaks, the storm is calm. That's why we need to have a daily word from God. Because when he speaks, it changes everything around us. That's why we're here tonight. Because we need a word from God. We need him to speak life into our lives. 
We must understand that the power of God's word is on our lips. We were created in the image of God. A God that spoke and, and called the earth into existence. A God who spoke and there was life. And so since we are created in his image, we have the same creative ability within us when we speak. So we can either speak life or we can speak God gave man dominion over the works of his hands and this dominion was to be exercised through man's words. Authority in any area is exercised through words. God created all things by his word. Creation responded to those words spoken by Jesus and Jesus says that creation will respond to those same words spoken by us. His word says the works that I do shall ye do also the Bible says in Matthew 17 20 if ye have faith as grain of a mustard seed ye shall say unto this mountain everyone say say you have to speak to it. And also the Bible says we understand that how powerful the words that we speak are because out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh. so we have to be careful what we allow to leave our lips. Because within us is creative power that comes from God. And so you can tell who some people have been hanging around with at times by the way that they speak. People, I, I, I was born in Illinois. I lived here a few years in Maryland. and But my family, my mother is from Mississippi. My, my dad is, grew up in Alabama. And so they tell me that I speak with a southern accent. I don't know. But even grow, growing up in Illinois, I, 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 they, people would ask me, where are you from? And I would say, well, I'm from right here. What do you mean, what am I, where am I from? And they, they would say, you know, you, you, you speak a little different. There, there, there's some, are, you, are you sure you're not from the south somewhere? I said, no, no I'm, from, I'm from right here in mid-America. And they said, no, you, you, you're not. And I would have to, finally I would say, well, my mother's from Mississippi and my dad grew up in Alabama, so... I must have picked up some of their accent because I've been hanging around them. And, and in the same sense, you can tell who people have been hanging around with at times. Those who have a negative or a critical spirit at times can, can have an effect upon us. I, I know that that probably doesn't happen here, but it happens, it happens over in Europe. Some people that are critical and, and like to pick things apart, you can see if someone begins to hang around them very long, it's, it's not very long until they begin to speak like them. The same spirit begins to come out of them. And it can, we must be careful of how that can happen to us. The pastor can talk about vision. He can talk about where we want to go, what God has given him. And we, and we decide what we are going to speak. We can either speak an amen or we can speak against it. When someone speaks and says we're going to have 500 souls, we can either say amen or we can say I, I don't know if that's really going to happen. And, and, we, and we must decide who we are going to associate ourselves with because who we associate ourselves with will determine how you speak. In Spain where we live, Spain is responsible for... For, for, for spreading the Spanish language around the world. And now 20 countries speak Spanish as their primary language. And, and like in English, every region is a little different. And, and every place speaks a little different. And, and I learned my Spanish in Spain. And so I, I learned to speak with the accents that the Spaniards have. And so, so my, my wife, she grew up in South America. Her family missionaries in South America and Bolivia. And so they had a different accent. And so when I began to learn the language, she would try to correct me and, and say, no, that's not how it is said. And I would say, well, that, that sounds, what you're saying sounds funny because, because the way they speak here is, is a little different. And so when I, when I begin to learn the language there, I begin to pick up the, the different accent that we speak in Spanish. And so even when I come to the States and I preach in Spanish in, in churches, I, I, they immediately notice that, that I speak with what some would consider a lisp. 
And in, and in Spain, when we speak of Barcelona, uh, in Spanish, uh, we say Barcelona. When instead of, instead of saying gracias, we say gracias. And, and, and so I speak with a, a very noticeable lisp. And, and, and for Spanish speakers that, that, that have never heard that accent, they look at me kind of weird at, at first. And they say, what, what's wrong with this guy? Where we, we can tell that he, he's not from around here. And it is because of the people that, that I have been, I have grown up around or I have learned the language around. And, and when I begin to learn the language and begin to notice the difference between the different accents. I, I begin to try and figure out why everyone spoke so much differently. And I, I was told that according to legend, the reason that, that we spoke so much differently than everyone else, according to the legend, is that there was a king in the history of Spain that was very beloved king. And, and, and he was a very beloved by the people and those in the royal court. And But this king had a problem with his speech. He had a problem with what we would consider a lisp. However, the, the royal court, they say according to this legend, he, he they loved the king so much that they did not want to embarrass him, that, but they began to speak as the king spoke. And those that spent time with him, began, began, he began, they began to speak like him. And, and their, their love for him changed the very way that they spoke. And so now, according to legend, they, they say that the reason that we speak with a lisp is because because there were a people that loved their king so much that they begin to copy him. They begin to speak like him. And it, it reminds me of a disciple that, that spent so much time with the master that the Bible says his speech gave him away. Matthew 26, 73. Peter is speaking. He says, surely thou art one of them for thy speech bereath thee. When you spend time with the master, it changes the way that you speak. It changes the way that you speak about revival. It changes the way that you speak about souls. When you spend time with the master, when you spend time with the king, it's not very long until you start to speak like him, until you start to talk about souls like him. Few people have recognized the importance of how they speak. Our words are form our confession of what we believe or do not believe. Nothing in our walk with God is, is more important than the words that we confess. And we get the word confession from the Greek that literally means saying the same thing. It means saying what God has said. Or agreeing with God in your conversation. Or acknowledging the word. When you spend time with the king, you will begin to confess what the king has said about your sins. You will begin to confess what the king has said about your failures. You'll begin to confess what the king has said about your health, what he has said about your victories or anything else in your life. When you get around the king, you begin to speak as he speaks. However, we cannot confess what we do not know. You must confess what you personally know about Jesus and about what you are in Him. You know these facts. We understand these facts through His Word. I must know what His Word says about my life. I, I must know what His Word says about my sickness. I, I must know what His Word says about my lost children. I must know what His Word says about my family. I, I must know what His Word says about my problems and my situations because when I know what His Word says, then I can begin to confess what He has said about it. I can begin to speak like the King. Proverbs 18.21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Our mouths are going to produce one or two things. They are going to produce death or they are going to produce life. Death comes first because it is the natural response of humanity to speak negatively about a situation. But if I can remember that I'm a part of the king, I'm one of the king's kids and I can begin to speak like the king. If I can remember that I am not of this world, I'm not going to speak like this world. I'm going to begin to speak like my father speaks. I'm going to begin to confess what the word of God says. So we must, we speak at times. We speak what the news says. We speak 
what the internet says. We get on the news. The news tells us about all the bad things that are happening. And we say, man, these are the signs of the times. It's just going to get worse. And we begin to speak and begin to confess things. We're sick in our bodies and we get on the internet and we begin to Google something. And we find what it is. And we say, oh, that, that's, that's what it is. I, there's the symptoms right there. I've got every one of them. Plus a, a couple extra. So I, I have got the bad strain of this disease. And I have known people that have not even been to the doctor. But they have begun to self-diagnose exactly the diseases they have. And you begin to talk to them and they will begin to confess everything that they have. And say, well, I've got this and I've got that because my symptoms are this and that. And, and I'm probably going to die with it any day now because that's the, the, the Internet said that I probably had about 60 days to live. And they begin to, to confess and speak that which is not as though it were. They begin to speak in faith what they believe they have. They don't even realize that they are such great men and women of faith that they believe it. They believe it so much that they speak it. And they have begun to speak things into existence. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. We are created in the image of God. And so I have creative power within me so I can begin to speak things. We, we talk about the bad things that are, that are coming to pass in the last days. And we say, well, it's the last days. It's, it's just getting worse and worse. It's just going to get worse. And, and, and I, and we get in revelation and we find all the things that are going bad. But what if we were to, instead of just looking and talking about the bad things that are going to occur, what if we were to start to study the scripture as well and begin to talk about the promises of revival in the last days and say yeah look it looks bad look at the signs of the time but instead of and instead of quoting all the scripture and and saying it looks like it's just going to get worse and worse let's begin to speak words of faith and say i see revival on the horizon because look at the signs of the time it must mean that jesus is coming back really soon that must mean that we're on the verge of the greatest revival that we have ever had if we will begin to speak like the king speaks if we will begin to confess what the word of God says and it shall come to pass in the last days saith God I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh let's begin to confess what the word of God says we see that in Job we know the story of Job Job 3 and 25 he said for the thing which I greatly feared has come upon me for that which I was afraid of is come unto me. He said, my, my faith is true. What I have feared, what I have spoken. He said, I, I knew that this was going to happen. There's power in what we confess. Or power of what we agree to. Psalms 107.2 says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. We speak what we want. We speak what we speak we will get. If we want revival, we need to speak revival. If we want, if we want our family to be saved, we need to begin to speak that our family is coming home. We need to be, if we are sick in our bodies, we need to begin to speak and say, I am healed in the name of Jesus. I, there was a lady who came to, uh, our, our convention this last year who came to Madrid and she had told her, she had went to her home fellowship group. And she had a problem with the deformity in her spine. She had what we would call a hunchback, and there's a medical term for it. But her, her spine was hunched, was, was going up, and she had gone to the doctors, and the doctors said, there's nothing that we will ever be able to do. You're just going to progressively get worse, and, and there's nothing we can do. But she went to, before coming to the conference, she went to her home fellowship group, and, and she said, I want every one of you to look at this curvature in my spine, because when I get back from this conference, it will not be here, because God is going to heal me. I believe that God is a healing God. There were people that were there in that home fellowship group that, that were not even attending the church yet that said, yeah, yeah, whatever, okay, okay. People that, 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 that had started to come that weren't, that weren't attending the, the, the church, but she began to confess with her mouth what was going to happen. And when she came into that service that night, uh, it was a Saturday night, she came up to me, she said, Pastor, I have come here because God is going to heal me and, and I've showed everyone at my home fellowship group this, this lump on my back and I 
have told them that when I get back, it will disappear. And I, and I said, okay, well, I, I believe that when the right time is right, we will pray for that and believe that God is going to do that. And, and as at the close of that service, when we made the altar call and people came around the front, I saw her fighting through the crowd. There were about 500 people in the altar that night and she came fighting through the crowd, pushing back and forth. And she, she came up to me and she grabbed my hand and, and she just grabbed my hand. Oh, I was praying for somebody. She grabbed my hand off of someone's head and placed it upon her back. And immediately that, that lump or that curvature in her spine went straight down and complete was healed. She stood up and began to worship God and magnify God. It was not because my hand touched her. It was because she had already spoken it into existence. She had already made the statement, I will be healed in Jesus' name. When you begin to confess it with your mouth and begin to confess what the Word of God says, it shall come to pass. Let's begin to speak it. I was was in a service about three months ago and there was a lady a pastor's wife who was in that service who I'm not sure exactly what had happened to her eye but it, it was visibly you could see that it was blind it was milky white but besides that it was her the side of her head was swollen and that eye was almost popping out I looked at it and it was very grotesque looking and I kind of turned away and I thought my goodness what is going on here but I found out later that she had told her church people she said I'm going to that meeting and I'm believing that God is going to heal me she began to speak with her mouth a week before she even got there she began to speak what was going to happen I didn't lay hands on her I didn't pray for her but she just began to worship God and thank God for her healing and as she did that that eye that was swollen and popping out went back into her head that eye that was milky white all of a sudden a pupil started to form there and she received her her sight completely in the name of Jesus why did that happen? because she began to speak what the word of God says she began to speak my God is a healer there's nothing impossible for my God she began to speak it and because we are creative power within what we speak when we speak the word of God it shall come to pass let's begin let's begin to speak let's begin to speak what the word of God says let's speak it instead of speaking what the doctor says Let's speak what the Word of God says. Let's begin to speak like the King. Let's begin to quote what His Word says. By His stripes I am healed. That's what the Word of God says. His Word says, I am the Lord that healeth thee. His Word says, they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So instead of quoting and speaking what the negativity or what the doctor has said, I'm going to begin to speak like the King. I'm going to begin to speak like His Word. I'm going to begin to speak and quote what He says. About my situation. The lady in our church, her name is Raina, and she, she came about three, three years ago. She came, and she came into the church, her and her husband, and she, about three years ago, she came up to me after one of the services, and she said, I, I, I am, I am praying that every one of my children are saved. She is from, she was from Central America. She had immigrated to Spain, and her children were in Central America. And she, she said, I, I, I am praying and believing that God is going to save every one of my children. And she pulled out of her purse a, a little, what we like a mason jar. And inside of that mason jar, she had written the names of her children. And she says, I am beginning to bring my children to church with me every service. And I'm believing that before long that my children are going to be sitting with me right here in Barcelona and are going to receive the Holy Ghost and are going to be baptized in the name of Jesus. A process started that night as she began to speak the word of God, as she began to speak with faith of what God would do. A process started and over, over a period of about three years, one child came in and then another child came in and then another child came in. And here just recently, about six months ago, the last of her children came into Spain, was baptized in the name of Jesus, filled with the filling of the Holy Ghost. If we could begin to speak like the king, 
And instead, when people come up to us and they ask us about our backslidden children, instead of them saying, well, they have, they've gone away from God and they're not with God anymore. They, they used to be in church, but they're not in church anymore. If we could change the way that we speak about that and begin to say, any day they're going to be coming to the house of God. Any day they're coming home now. Any day they're going to pray back through. If we will begin to speak it. John 6 and, 33, 6 and 63 says, It is the spirit that quickeneth the flesh, profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. The Bible says that, that we should speak to the mountain. We know the woman with the issue of blood, she said within herself, she spoke to herself. She said, if, if I may but touch the hem of his garment, I shall be whole. We know the word, the story of Ezekiel when he said, Prophets, the Lord told Ezekiel, prophesy unto these bones and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones. Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you and ye shall live. If we could, we have gotten accustomed to speaking like the world speaks because we were we were born in this world. We have been raised in this world. And, and we have adapted ourselves to the culture of this world. And, and even in different parts of the country, there are different cultures that speak with different lingo and different, different ways. Even here in North America, we speak in different ways. But at, we, we, have, we have adapted the language and the way of speaking as the world speaks. When, but when we come to God, we are a new creation, the Bible says. We are a new creature that we need to begin to speak as our Heavenly Father speaks. We need to begin to speak faith-filled words that can begin to change everything around us. So what, what need do you have tonight? What, what sickness is attacking your body tonight? What, what problem is attacking your family tonight? And what are we saying about it? Are we speaking like our father speaks? Are we speaking, have we spent enough time with the king that we are speaking like the king speaks? Or are we speaking as the world speaks? It's something I have tried to change the way that I talk, the way that I speak about sickness, about many things. I, I, I've changed the way that I've talked. I, I, I don't say, I don't say I'm sick. I don't say I'm sick. I, 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 sickness may be attacking my body, but I'm healed in Jesus' name. I, I've changed the way that I speak about it. I know what people say and they say, I have this, I have, I have diabetes, I have cancer, I have this. I understand what we're saying with our language. But it's something that I have tried to change in the way that I speak. I, I want to speak as the Word of God speaks. And so I say, no, that, that's not mine. I, I'm healed in Jesus' name. The Word of God says, by His stripes I am healed. I, I'm going to speak what the Word of God speaks. I want us all to stand together tonight. What need do you have tonight? What have you been saying about that problem? Because tonight we need to change the way that we speak. We need to change the way that we talk. What sickness is attacking your body tonight? Because we, that's, that's not your sickness. By His stripes we are healed. We need to change the way that we speak. If we will spend enough time with Him, with His Word, we'll begin to speak like He speaks. Many times our problem is we have not spent enough time with Him to pick up His lingo, to pick up His dialect, to speak the way that He speaks. But if we can get close to Him and begin to hear His words and begin to hear the way that he speaks about things, it will begin to change. Things will change. I want us just to close our eyes where we are just for a moment. I'm not sure what need or situation you have right now. But I want you to begin to speak words of faith about that situation. Words of life. People say, oh, I, I can't get a job. No, begin to speak I am going to get a job. The Lord is going to provide for me. Instead of speaking, I, it's something I, I don't ever say I'm broke. You're not broke. 
We're not broke. Don't, don't, you don't speak like that. That's not how the king speaks. His word says he will provide everything. So we're going to speak, Lord Jesus. You see every need that is here right now. And some of us have struggled with the way that we speak about our family, the way that we speak about our finances, the way that we speak about our physical condition. Lord, I pray that you would give us a revelation tonight of how you speak. Give us a revelation of how you want us to speak, of what you want us to say. Lord, and let us begin to speak life in the name of Jesus. We take dominion and authority over every doubt and fear that would come against our minds right now in Jesus. And I lose faith. I lose faith right now in Jesus' name that we may begin to speak words of faith over sickness, begin to speak words of faith over our family, over finances in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, I take dominion and authority over every negative spirit that that would try to raise its head up against us. In, In Jesus' name, let us begin to speak life. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, I speak against every negative spirit, against every negative thought in Jesus' name. My children will come back into church in the name of Jesus. My family is coming back home in Jesus' name. I will be healed in the name of Jesus. Sickness does not have dominion over me. I will be healed in Jesus' name. Begin to speak it for just a moment. I speak life in Jesus' name. I speak life in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Everyone say in Jesus' name. Now if you have a need tonight, whether it be a physical need, you may need healing in your body, and maybe it's a situation with your family. But if you have a need, I would like you to come around the front here for just a few moments. And we're going to begin to, we're going to prepare ourselves to pray for some situations. If you have, if you have sickness in your body, you need healing in your body, we're going to speak against those things right now in the name of Jesus. We're going to speak like the King speaks. We're going to speak the Word of God in Jesus' name. Amen. Keep coming just for a moment. Amen. Something we, even when we come around the altar at times, and we come, many times we come begging God. It's because we have not learned to speak as one of His sons. We come begging God, Lord, if you'll please do this. Lord, if you'll please touch that. If you'll please touch my body in this. If, Lord, if you'll please. And we need to begin to speak as sons of God. Speak with faith. Speak with authority in the name of Jesus. If you have if you have sickness in your body, lift your hand. If you have sickness, if you have sickness, you have pain, you have problem, whatever that you're up here, you need healing touch in your body, just lift your hand, okay? Just for a moment, okay. In just a moment, we're going to speak to those sicknesses. We're going to speak to those diseases because God has given us authority. We are we are sons of the king. And we're going to speak as the king speaks. He gave us authority to speak to those things. And they must go. Now just a moment, just a moment. Tell you what we're going to do. Tell you what we're going to do. Turn to that person who's beside you if it's appropriate and ask them what their need is. If you're able to tell them, ask them what they came up here for. Amen. Now, we're going to pray for one another here in just a moment. And we're just going to practice speaking like the king speaks. 
Now, if they came up here with a situation, maybe they have came, they came, they have infirmity in their body. We're going to speak to that infirmity. Many times we come up and we pray for one another. We say, Lord, if it's your will, then touch my brother. Lord, if it's your will, do your will. And the reason that we have done that, the reason that we do that many times is because we've heard other people do that. But many times the reason that we do that is because we are scared to death that God is not going to answer our prayer. And so we pray, Lord, if it's your will, then you do this. And we pray that way because we think if it doesn't happen, then, then, we're, then we're, we're not going to look bad. We need to quit worrying about our reputation. It's not our reputation. It's his reputation. We simply speak as our father speaks. We just simply speak with authority as he speaks. So let's, let's speak as he speaks. When, he, when, when the disciples who had spent time with Jesus prayed for the sick, they did not say, Lord, if it be your will, then heal my brother, heal my sister. No. They spoke to the sickness. They said, be healed in Jesus' name. They spoke to the situation. Be whole in the name of Jesus. And so here in just a moment, you're going to pray for one another. But we we must remember how we come to the Lord. Just like when we came to God and we received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. What were we doing when we received the Holy Ghost? We were worshiping God. We were worshiping God. In the midst of our worship is when the power of the Holy Ghost came down upon us. And it is the same principle to receive healing in our bodies or to receive a miracle as we begin to worship Him and thank Him for that healing or worship Him or thank Him for that provision that opens up the windows of heaven and allows Him to come down. And so it is the same principle just as someone who receives the Holy Ghost is not begging God, but they are worshiping God, saying, thank you, Lord, for filling me with the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. As they begin to thank Him, the power of the Holy Ghost falls upon them. If you have sickness in your body tonight, you're going to begin to thank Him in just a moment. And as you thank Him, that is going to open up the windows of heaven. And faith begins to flow. And in that moment of faith, that is when God can begin to touch us. And if it's a need for provision, if it's a family need, or whatever the case may be, begin to open your mouth and thank Him and begin to speak it. Begin to say, Lord, I thank You, Lord, for bringing my children back. Lord, I thank You, Lord, for touching my finances. I thank You, Lord, for healing my body. I thank You, Lord, for taking this pain away. I thank You, Lord. If you will begin to speak like the king and begin to confess it, begin to thank him for it. That is when the miracle can begin to happen. Now, I know this is Thursday night. We're a little nervous here. I want you to look that person in the eye who you're going to pray for. Just look at them in the eye. Turn face to face with them just for a moment. Because we're going to speak with authority. We're taking authority in Jesus' name. We're going to speak in the name of Jesus. And as we speak, I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for you. As we speak, we're going to speak life. We're going to speak healing. If they have pain in their body, ask them why they have pain in their body. Ask them where their pain is. If they have a sickness, ask them what's wrong with them. So that you can know how to pray. Because we're going to speak as the king speaks. We're going to speak with authority. And as we speak, we're going to begin to worship God. And as we worship God, God is going to confirm his word in the name of Jesus. Amen. Are you ready? Are we ready? I want you to look that person in the eye. And I want you to begin to speak to that sickness. Speak to that problem. Begin to speak with authority. I want you to begin to bind and to loose in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, if it's appropriate, you can take their hand. If it's appropriate, you can lay your hands upon them. But begin to speak in the name of Jesus. I take dominion and authority. I bind every spirit of infirmity in the name of Jesus right now. In Jesus' name, I take dominion and authority over every cancer, over every illness, over every sickness. I bind it in the name of Jesus and I lose healing right now in Jesus name. Behold, in the name of Jesus, I lose strength right now in Jesus name. I take dominion and authority over every spirit that would be coming against my brother. I bind it in Jesus name. I lose healing right now in Jesus name. Numbness co. In the name of Jesus, healing. I lose healing and miracles right now in the name of Jesus. 
That's it. Begin to thank Him. Begin to confess with your mouth what you believe. Thank you, Jesus, for healing me. Thank you, Jesus, for providing for me. Thank you, Jesus, for doing the work. I thank you, Jesus. That's it. Begin to speak it. Begin to thank Him. Begin to worship Him. And it's in the midst of worship that we He can begin to do the work. Lord, I thank you, Jesus. I worship you. I thank you for healing my body. I thank you for touching my mind. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, be whole. In Jesus' name, be healed. In Jesus' name, be free. In Jesus' name, I speak life over my brother right now. In Jesus' name, I speak liberty. In the name of Jesus, I speak healing. In the name of Jesus. just for a moment begin to thank him begin to thank him lord i thank you for providing i thank you for healing me i thank you lord for healing me i thank you lord for what you're doing i thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you lord for taking that pain away thank you jesus that's it we're beginning to confess it we begin to say it with our mouth we begin that creative power that is within us i'm healed in jesus name i'm free in jesus name i'm whole in the name of jesus for a moment just for a moment everyone say in Jesus name name. now I want you if you were praying for someone who had sickness or pain or whatever the case may be I want you to talk to that person I want you to tell them I want you to say if there's a way to try it out test it out move it or something because when we pray for something let's have enough faith to try it out if there's a way to physically try it out I pray for it and then I test it I, I move it I check for it if I if I had a lump if I had a mass I look for it I, because I believe so much that the word of God is true that when I pray for it I'm going to have enough faith to test it and see if God has done it Now, if the Lord just touched your body physically and you can physically tell that God has done it, you have just tried it out, tested it, whatever the case may be, and God has healed your body, lift your hand. Amen. God has just done it. God, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We tested it out. We're good. And thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let's just thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
if if you have not if you have not received what you need from the Lord yet, don't worry. You didn't do anything wrong. Some may think, well, may, maybe I did something wrong. Maybe I didn't have enough faith. Or no, you didn't do anything wrong. Faith many times is like elastic. If we will stretch that faith, that that faith will will to grow and so sometimes we need to pray one time if, if we prayed once and and we didn't see everything that God wanted or we feel that God wants to do we'll, we're going to pray again so I want you to turn again to someone and ask them is, is there something else that you needed are you are, is it a hundred percent ask that person because we're going to pray one more time if God if you have not if you have not received a hundred percent of what you need if it's freedom in your mind whatever the case may be maybe you're battling with things in your mind or uh, stresses and worries things that and depression we're going to take dominion over that in the name of Jesus we, we're going to bind every spirit of depression in the name of Jesus and we're going to speak liberty in the name of Jesus amen amen Everyone that is here, I want you to look for someone to pray for. Look for someone just across the aisle and ask them, is there anything that you need from Jesus? Even those that are out in the, in the audience, I want you to ask them, is there anything that you need from, from Jesus tonight? Ask them, what do you need from Jesus tonight? What do you need from Jesus tonight? You see, the reason why I want you to ask them, because we must speak with our mouths what we believe Jesus can do for us. We need to speak with our mouth what our need is. Because many times we, will, we have fear to speak it because we're scared that God does not, will not want to do it. But if we will learn to speak what our need is, say, this is my need, but I believe God will touch me. That's why I want you to speak it to someone. Speak it to someone. Say, this is what I need from Jesus tonight. Now we're going to pray one more time. And we're going to speak life over that situation. We're going to speak healing over our bodies. We're going to speak freedom in our minds. We're going to bind every spirit of depression. Whatever the case may be that we need from Jesus, we have now spoken it with our mouths what we need. Now we're going to speak like our Heavenly Father and begin to loose healing, loose liberty in the name of Jesus. Pray for that person. Begin to minister to them in the name of Jesus. Lay hands on them. Take them by the hand, whatever the case may be and begin to speak in the name of Jesus we take dominion and authority over every spirit of fear every spirit of doubt every spirit of depression right now in the name of Jesus and we lose healing right now in Jesus name we lose liberty in Jesus name we are free in Jesus name we are healed in Jesus name lose healing right now in the name of Jesus that's it begin to worship him begin to thank God for it we are not begging him we are thanking him we are not begging God to perform something we are thanking him in advance we are children of the king I thank you for healing me I thank you for setting me free I thank you Jesus that's it don't go into begging begin to thank him begin to worship him I thank you I thank you I thank you, Lord. I'm healed in Jesus' name. I'm free in Jesus' name. My children are coming home in Jesus' name. In Jesus' Just a moment more. Just a moment more. Just begin to worship Him. Begin to lift Him up in faith. Begin to worship Him. For as we worship Him, His miraculous power can begin to touch Him. Begin to worship Him. Hallelujah. It is in that worship that He can begin to do the miraculous. I thank you, Lord, for healing my body. I thank you for touching my mind. I thank you for touching my family. That's it. How will you act when God heals you? How will you act when your children come home? How will you act when you are set free? That is the way that we must begin to do it. Even before it happens, we begin to worship Him. We begin to speak it in faith. I thank you, Lord, I'm healed. I thank you, Lord, I'm whole. Let's all clap our hands to the Lord one more time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's it just for a moment. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank 
with your mouth. Say, I'm whole in Jesus' name. Say, I'm free in Jesus' name. Amen. We speak it into existence. We speak it. We speak it in Jesus' name. It's done in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. When it comes to physical things, we must learn to take that step of faith. After we have spoken it and take that step in faith into trying it out and testing it. And if there was pain, we look for the pain. If there was a problem hearing, we, we check our ear. If there was a problem with vision, we, we check our vision because we must go beyond speaking and put things into action. Say, all right, now I'm putting faith into action. I, I test it out. I, I try it out. I, I see because I expect God to do it so much. That I expect him to do it now. Now, if God chooses and he wants to do it tomorrow, that's his problem. But I expect it now. I, I, every time I pray, I'm expecting it right now. And I have enough faith to test it, to try it, to, to see if it's happened. If you had a physical ailment and someone prayed for you tonight and you feel, you see the difference, you know, you know that it has changed. Lift your hand. You can see. Look at that. Look around you. People speaking it. It has to happen. It has to happen because as we speak it, it has to happen. If you have children that, that have left truth, you need to begin to speak to people. My, my family's coming home soon. Turn to someone and, and go ahead and practice saying it out loud. My family's coming to church soon. Begin to speak it. They, they may have been backslide, but we begin to speak it. My, my, my husband is coming back to church. My, my wife is coming back to church. My, my children are coming back to church. I, I be, even before I see it, I begin to speak it. I begin to speak it. And when I begin to speak it, I begin to thank Him for it. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for touching my family. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you. Hallelujah. Come on, let's just do that a few more moments. Come on, let's give God thanks and praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for your word. And thank you for the operation of your spirit to confirm your word, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise your name, Lord. Praise your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Can I challenge you if you, God did something for you tonight, you've confessed it here, but why don't you find somebody tomorrow? Why don't you find somebody Saturday? 
that needs to hear what God can do. Needs to know that God is a healer. God is a deliverer. God is a provider. God is the same today as He's always been. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Let's give Him one more offering of praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. God bless you. See you on Sunday in Jesus' name.